Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Are you born again? I've had many that have texted me and stating, I'm born again. I'm a Baptist. I'm born again. I'm a Christian. Well, are you biblically born again? Now we find that to be born again, Jesus states it very plainly in John 3. When Nicodemus comes in by night, Rabbi, there are men sent from God. Jesus states that born again, that you must be born of the water and the spirit, not just water, not just spirit, water and spirit. Now, the question is, is what is being born of the water and what is born of the spirit? Well, some pastors, especially in Protestant world, will say, well, born again is when you're born into this world. That's born of the water. But that's not. And that is plain by what Nicodemus said back to Jesus when he said, How is a man that is old enter the second time into his mother's womb? He knew it was not just that first birth when he comes into the world that that, that egg conceived an embryo, embryo to a fetus, then born, seen in the day that you are born and given a name. That is not born again. That's born, but not born again. Nicodemus understood that. That's the reason when Jesus said, you must be born of the water and the spirit, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Well, Nicodemus asked the question, how can a man that is old enter the second time into his mother's womb? You can't be born again. Well, you're speaking of the flesh. So the ones, the pastors, it says that you're born again of the flesh, that born when the water breaks and the child comes, now that's born of the water, is a lie. Nicodemus stated that. How can you go back in to your mother's womb again and be born again? And Jesus stated, that which is flesh is flesh, that which is spirit is spirit. In other words, Nicodemus, you're looking at it in the natural, in the fleshly realm. <clears throat> Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. Except a man be born of the water <clears throat> and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, we have that formula given to us. That after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, we have that formula given to us by the apostle that had the keys to the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. We see that in Matthew 16, very plainly. Jesus in Matthew 16 asked his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Well, some say you're John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, one of the other prophets. But who do you say I am? Then Peter said, Thou art the Christ, not a Christ, the Christ, the Messiah, the God that's manifest in the flesh, the Jehovah Lord God Almighty that is revealed in a permanent tabernacle, a permanent dwelling amongst us, Emmanuel, God with us. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Simon Barjona, flesh and blood, hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Thou art Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church. 
the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And then he said to Peter, very important, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Peter had the keys to the kingdom. He will have to be the preacher that administers that truth to us in Acts 2, the second chapter, when they received the Holy Ghost. They were filled with that Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. Now, let me state, before the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, there was a forerunner named John the Baptist in the spirit of Elijah. He baptized with water under repentance. The Baptist and a Baptist going into the water in the name Father, Son, Holy Ghost are repentance only was the present truth then before the cross. But truth is progressive. You have to walk in the light as he's in the light. Then you have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. We find in Proverbs 4, the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. We cannot take an old truth and bring it there into the present truth when the present truth is higher in glory. For example, there Moses gave the law. And you had to obey the law. And at the mouth of two or three witnesses, those that did not obey the law were stoned to death. A man gathered sticks on the Sabbath. The judgment was given, and he was stoned to death. That's the law. But Jesus fulfilled that law, taking the ordinances of that law, did not do away with it, but fulfilled it. He did not do away with the law, but fulfilled the law. He took the ordinances of that law, the Mosaic law, nailing it to his cross, thereby breaking down the metal wall of partition thereby making peace in one new man. Well, that gave us progressive truth. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. But it was implemented to us and given to us by faith at the cross. It's in his shedding of his blood that he saved us. In his death, he saved us. And we live because he lives. What's the present truth since the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus? Well, that was the Feast of Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, and a Feast of First Fruits, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Passover sacrifice for us, buried there, declared to be the Son of God through the Spirit, by the resurrection from the dead, rose again, first begotten of the dead, that he'd be the first fruits and have preeminence in all things. Before that time, all that you had to do was repent and bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. But after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, that just is not born again. That's a lie. It's a grove. It's where God used to move, and the prophets of the grove built up a doctrine around it, not going on into present truth and the preceding word of God by which man lives thereby. 
And we see that on the day of Pentecost, that's the next feast, a type and shadow of things to come in the feast of the Lord in Leviticus 23. After that Passover and leavened bread and first fruits, we have the feast of weeks, Pentecost, 50 days after first fruits. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, Acts the second chapter. Then, cloven tongues of fire appeared, set on each one of them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost is essential for salvation. It was given in Acts the second chapter. Somebody said, you don't have to have the Holy Ghost to be saved. That is a bold-faced lie. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. And if the Spirit dwells in you, which also dwelt in Christ Jesus, the Spirit, God Almighty, who is the Spirit. Then, if that man has not that Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. But if that Spirit dwells in you, houses in you, then it quickens your mortal body. Any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Without the Christ in you, there is no hope of glory. And that is born of the Spirit. But that is only half of it. You must be born of the water and the Spirit. Blood is not applied without water. We find that Peter, who had the keys to the kingdom of heaven, on that day of Pentecost, in Acts 2.37, they cried out, Men and brethren, what must we do? What is this plan of salvation? Peter, who had the keys to the kingdom of heaven, he will be the orator. And he will be the one that has the keys to the kingdom that stands and says, Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized every one of you. Not just repentance. He didn't say repent and you're born again. No, he didn't. He's given us how we are to be born of the water and the Spirit. Very plainly. Men and brethren, what must we do? Peter, standing, saying, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody said, Well, I was baptized, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In the name of. No, you what? You were not. Because the name of the Father is Jesus. John 17 tells us that. Jesus did not come in his own name. He manifested the Father's name. Father, I have manifested thy name, your name. Keep through your own name those that thou hast given me. He rides into Jerusalem on the coat of the of an ass. Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh, what? In the name of the Lord. What name did he manifest? Jesus. Jesus is the only revealed name of God, Acts 4.12. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Not Jehovah. That's the Spirit. No, no blood there. Elohim. All the attributes of God, the plural of Elohim. The plurality of his attributes. Still, no blood there. When we talk about Father, no blood there. Word, no blood there. Holy Ghost, no blood there. But when we say Son of God, that is now the Father's blood. That's the Word of God that 
was made flesh as the only begotten God, the monogamous theos, the only begotten son, monogamous huos, the only begotten one, monogamous yakid. That is the only blood name of God, the only redemptive name of God, the only salvation name of God, and there's no salvation in any other. There's no salvation in Jehovah. There's salvation in the name of Jehovah is my salvation. In Hebrew, Yeshua. Yeshua, Yahweh, is my salvation. That's the Lord, is my salvation. That is the name Jesus, not Jesus Jr., not Jehovah Jr. is my salvation. Not a second person of the Godhead is my salvation. Jehovah is my salvation. The Lord God himself is my salvation. And that is revealed in the Son of God, who is the Father revealed. So we have to believe on the name of the Son of God, which is the name of the Father. They're one and the self-same spirit. John 10, 30. I and my Father, Jesus stated, are one. Heis, Greek word meaning we're the same spirit. When you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. It says that in John 14. When Jesus said, I go my way. That way that he's going. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh of the Father but by me. From henceforth you both know him and have seen him. The Father of glory. Not the Son. The Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood. That office is called the Son of God. That's the blood office of the Father. Not another spirit. Jesus stated that. Philip didn't understand it. He said, Lord, show us the Father, and that suffices us. That'll be sufficient. Show us the Father. Jesus said, notice, don't miss that. Jesus stated, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believe me that I am in my Father, and my Father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake. Well, how much of the Father did he have? All the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Christ Jesus bodily. Colossians 2.9 How much of the Spirit of God is Jesus? Part of it? One-third of the Godhead? No. God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. From not the tomb, but from the womb. He is the Lord Christ, God Almighty, born in the city of David, Christ the Lord. And there's not another. He's Emmanuel, God with us. Not Son of God with us. God with us. That revelation is essential for salvation. That's present truth. So we can't back the clock up before the death, burial, and resurrection and say repentance is salvation. No. Godly sorrow worked with repentance unto salvation, as stated in uh, the epistle by John, as also by Paul. We must be born again. We must be born of the water and the Spirit. Paul states that in Colossians 2, verse 10 through 12. He states it again to the church at Rome. That is why many think they're born again and are not in truth, born again. And it is uh, 
are false, the minister's false, that this is a this is a lying to be preached and proclamated in the pulpits. It is a blatant lie. It's where it is not present truth. Truth is progressive. And you have to walk in the light as Jesus is in the light. Then we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin if we walk in that present truth. But now we are telling people that they're born again if they repented, going back before the cross, which was truth at that time, but not now. How do we know that? Well, Peter stated, right now, present truth, Acts 2.38, how do you be born again of the water and the spirit? Peter gives that to us. Who had the keys of the kingdom of heaven? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. That is the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, he said, I'll send the Holy Ghost in my name. The Holy Ghost's name, Jesus. There's only one spirit there, not three, not three persons in a Godhead. There's only one spirit. The Father's administrative office of that one spirit. The Son of God is a redemptive office uh, of that one spirit. That spirit made manifest in a body of flesh and blood. That's a mystery of God in this, 1 Timothy 3.16. God was manifest in the flesh, seen of angels. That is seen of the angels is God, not son of God. Son of God didn't come in the flesh. God himself, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty Christ, uh, the spirit of God came in flesh. God was manifest in the flesh. First Timothy 3.16, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world. Received up in the glory. Who was? God himself. Well, that is what we're preaching today in present truth. Not going back before the cross and telling people they're saved by simply repentance. That's a lie. The present truth is Jesus has died, buried, and rose again. Declared to be the Son of God through the Spirit by the resurrection from the dead. And now commands everywhere, every man to repent and to be born of the water and the spirit to be born again, according to John 3. How do you do that? Peter gives us that without a shadow of a doubt in Acts 2.38. Repent. What must we do? Repent and be baptized. Who? Every one of you in the name of of Jesus Christ. That is the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost because Father's not a name. Son's not a name. Somebody said, well, it's in the authority of the name. Yes, if you don't invoke the name Jesus, there is no blood because the blood's in the name. Notice in the book of Acts, no more preach anymore in this man's name, Jesus, for when you do, you do intend to bring his blood upon us. That's right. Jesus is the blood name, that revealed name, that salvation name of God. And there's no salvation in any other. Acts 4.12. No other name given among men under heaven, whereby we must be saved. That's the revealed name of God. The Father's name is not Jehovah. That's the yod Waha, the Tetragrammaton, which is the Yod, the Ten, that ha, which is the spirit, five, and that is the wa, six, and ha, Yahweh, the tetragrammaton. But that's not the revealed name. 
the name revealed, that God withheld his name revealed until he manifested in the days of his flesh. In a permanent tabernacle, God never revealed his name until his revealed name, until he took on a permanent tabernacle, taking on flesh. The word was made flesh and revealed his name. Jesus, Jehovah is salvation. Somebody, well, his name was uh, God, he is the Lord, and I am that I am. Those are attributes, attributes of his name. He is the Lord God Almighty, the Lord. He is God. That is Lord, Jehovah. He is God, Elohim. That's not his name. I, wisdom, was daily his delight. That's another attribute. A singular personal pronoun, wisdom. I dwell with prudence, another attribute of God. With me is understanding. That's another attribute of God. God is love. That's another attribute of God. God is peace. That's another attribute. But that's God is jealous. His name is Jealous, capital J-E-A-L-O-U-S. That's another attribute. But the revealed name of God, the only blood name, I can go down and call on the name of Jealous. I'm not saved. I can call on the name of Elohim. Elohim, there's no blood there. Yahweh, no blood there. But when I say Jesus, Hebrew Yeshua, when I say that uh, that name, Jesus, Jehovah's salvation, Yeshua Hebrew, and I have invoked that name, the blood is applied. Because that's a blood name. That's a redemptive name. There is no other name than the name Jesus. Well, without that name, there is no salvation. That is the name whereby we must all be saved, Acts 4.12. There's no other name given um, under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. That's the reason everyone in Acts 2.38, Acts 8.16, Acts 10, House of Cornelius, Acts 19. Take a look at that. All of them were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Paul, even after he'd seen the Lord, had a revelation of the name Jesus, knew the call upon his life that he was to be an apostle to the Gentiles as an example of long-suffering, and was healed of his blindness. Still, his sin remained because he had invoked the name Jesus. That's how important that name is. That's the blood name of God that you take on as many as been baptized into Christ and put on Christ. You have to be baptized. They say, no, you don't. Yes, you do. Mark 16, Jesus stated, go in the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Baptized what? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? No blood there. No blood and Father. No blood and Son. No blood and Holy Ghost. But when I evoke that name Jesus, ah, that's the blood name of God. No other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved, Acts 4.12. There's not another. To be born again, I have to invoke that name just as Paul did in Acts 22. And I said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. Immediately that I, the, he received his sight. Here's a man that has seen that great light. Who art thou, Lord? I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Saul, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Called of God as an example of long-serving, healed of his blindness. 
Notice what Ananias says to him. Brother Saul, why tarryest thou? Read it in Acts 22. Arise and be baptized. Why? Washing away your sins. What? Here's a man seeing God, has a revelation of the name of God, Jesus, knows the call on his life, and has been healed of his sickness, of his blindness, I mean, and still his sin remained. Ananias said, Brother Saul, why tarriest thou? Why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized, washing away your sins. How? Calling upon the name of the Lord. He invoked that name. Everyone was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about that. And I'm a Baptist. I was raised Baptist. But when I saw the word of God stating in present truth, you must be what? Repent and baptize in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That's what's happening. That's a spiritual circumcision of the heart. That's how you believe with the heart. That's in Romans 2, 28 and 29. Who is a real Jew? Not a natural Jew, but a spiritual Jew called in the kingdom of God. Well, it states Romans 2, 28 and 29. Read it for yourself. He is not a Jew that is one outwardly, and that circumcision of the flesh, that's a natural Jew. But he is a Jew that is one inwardly, circumcision of the heart. That's how you believe with the heart. In the spirit, in your human spirit, that circumcision of your human spirit, whose praise is not of man, but of God. How do you have the circumcision of the heart? Well, he goes on and tells you. Romans 6, 1 through 4. What know you not as many as were baptized, were baptized into Christ's death? Why? Romans 6, 4. That the body of the sins of the flesh might be destroyed by baptism. You see it again in Colossians 2, 10 through 12. In whom you are complete in him and have need of nothing else. In whom you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. Circumcised means to cut. Cut off what? The body of the sins of the flesh. You'll see that in Colossians 2, verse 10 through 12. Cutting off the body of the sins of the flesh. How? Verse 12. Colossians 2, verse 12. Read it. By baptism. Somebody said, that's not faith. My pastor said, it's not faith. This is faith. Through faith in the operation of God. God takes a spiritual scaffold and operates. It's the operation of God. How does he do that to you? Well, when he raised Christ from the dead, now he does it to you where you'll be raised from the dead. How? By faith in the operation of God, when he raised him from the dead, he circumcises your heart, the body, the sins of the flesh, cut off by baptism. When you invoke the name of Jesus, God takes a spiritual scaffold through faith, a spiritual light, and cuts off the foreskin of your heart. That's how you believe with your heart in the spirit. With a mouth, confession is made. But notice, it's in the heart that man believeth. Not in the mind. It's in the heart. That heart has to be circumcised. The body, the sins, the flesh has to be cut off. And that is only done by baptism. To be born again, you can't just repent. That was before the cross. And that's exactly what Paul's stating in Acts the 19th chapter. Let's take a look at that. Acts the 19th chapter, 
we see that Paul comes upon some certain brethren. They believe, but are they saved? Well, no, because they have not received the Spirit of Christ yet. They're not filled with the Holy Ghost. Not only that, they have not been born of the water. The body, the sins of the flesh are still there. They have repented. Now notice, Paul tells them, in Acts, the 19th chapter, the silver-tongued orator of Alexandria, Apollos had come through there preaching the word of God. All he knew was the baptism of John the Baptist. He didn't know the present truth. Aquila and Priscilla later on showed him the more perfect way, the present truth. Now, it was truth back before the cross. That was the present truth before the cross. John the Baptist baptizing beyond uh, or beyond Jordan, saying, bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. In other words, a repentant heart. But after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the cross and Golgotha, Calvary, then we come into a different season called Pentecost. And that Pentecost, in present truth, 2,000 years ago, was uh, the present truth then. But we're far past that now. But many think they're born again or not even have that in newborn babes. They're not born again. They think they are. They say they are Jews and are not. Smyrna, Revelation 2, the church of Smyrna. Many, many say that they are Jews and are not by the synagogue of Satan. Why? Because you're not born again. What is a Jew? He is one that is inwardly. Romans 2, 28 and 29. Well, many will say they're Jews. They've, they've repented, but they were never born again. They say they're Jews, but they're not. And do they get to stay there in the kingdom? No. They don't have on a wedding garment. A man came to there having not on a wedding garment and the king's banquet. The king came down and said, friend, how do you get in here seeing that you have not on a wedding garment? What is the wedding garment? He that has been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That's your wedding garment. Well, who has an ear to hear? We're talking... Uh, the first rudiments of the oracles of God, the first principle. We have to be born again of the water and the spirit. And that's where many have failed listening to these ecumenical councils and synods that were centuries ago that repentance alone is salvation, which is a lie. <clears throat> the word of God states that you must be born again. Peter gave it to us in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, everyone. When I'm viewing the name, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, not a name. The name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins. Yeah, your sins are remitted. The heart, where in the spirit, your human spirit, God has taken uh, a spiritual scalpel, cut off the foreskin of your heart, the body of the sins of the flesh, destroyed by baptism, born of the water, for the remission of your sins, to be buried in the sea of forgetfulness, never be remembered again, by baptism, in the name of Jesus Christ. Not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, you got done. Nothing happened. Name of Jesus. Ah, you take on the blood name of God. 
of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that name Jesus. You took on his name. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Well, for the remission of your sins. That's born of the water then. And Peter went on and said, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's born of the Spirit. Well, to who is this to? Peter, who are you announcing? Well, the promise isn't to you. It's to your children. To as many are that are far off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call, even to this present day. That's the only way to be born again. That's the plan of salvation, born of the water and the spirit. Then we have to grow up in him and all things and all truth by faith. In present truth. But many are not even born again. Going to a fundamental church saying that repentance alone is salvation, which it's not. It is a step. Somebody said, I repented. I felt different. Of course. Anytime you obey God in any area, you're going to feel that approval of God. But it's not born again. Paul ran across these brethren in Acts, the 19th chapter. They, like many people today, were repentant. They had a repentant heart. They believed the message of Jesus. Notice what Paul says, and I'm going to read this directly from the Word of God. It came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said unto them, notice this, he said unto them, the disciples that had believed on Jesus, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Friend, without the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Christ, it is impossible to be saved. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. That's present truth. Paul didn't know and had not seen any evidence of them having the Holy Ghost. So he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They responded. They said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. We don't know what you're talking about. Paul didn't say, well, that's okay, you're saved. No, no, he didn't. He's got to bring him into present truth. Then he said, and Paul said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? Notice the importance of baptism there. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, Mark 16. Peter said in Acts 2, 38, repent and be baptized everyone in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. They haven't done it. 1 Peter 3, in the days of the long suffering of the days of Noah, wherein eight souls were saved by water, the like figure, baptism, doth now, also save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. The conscience is in the human spirit. Hebrews, Paul talks about it in Hebrews, having your conscience purged from dead works to serve the living God. How? By the body, the sins of flesh cut off by baptism, taking on the name of Jesus, the blood name of God. Paul stating that here to these good brethren, disciples, but they're not born again. They're believers. They're not born again. They must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But they haven't been baptized yet. They are not born of the water. 
So Paul tells them, have you, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Well, that is born of the Spirit. They said, we don't even know what you're talking about. We don't know whether there be any Holy Ghost. Don't know what you're talking about. Well, then Paul goes back and said, well, let's take it back a little further. Under then, what were you baptized? Because that's a prerequisite. First, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and receive the Holy Ghost. Well, they said, Paul, then under what then were you baptized? Read it. Acts 19, verse 3. And they said unto him, unto John's baptism. We got baptized with the water of repentance. That's John's baptism, John the Baptist. Well, were they saved? No. So Paul carries them on into present truth and says, uh, Then said Paul, John verily baptized with a baptism of repentance. That was the first step. But you don't stop there. That's not present truth now. Paul's bringing them into the present truth of the season of Pentecost, not Passover, not before the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. He's bringing them to the present day truth of uh, the Passover and the first fruit, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, and then receiving his spirit, present truth. Then Paul said, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. That was truth back then saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. There's more coming, present truth. That is, on Christ Jesus. John had to decrease. There, repentance was not enough. They had to take on the name of Jesus, believe on that name Jesus. When they heard this, what did they do? They didn't say, oh, thank you very much, we're saved. No, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. What's his name? Jesus. Jehovah is salvation. When Paul had laid his hands upon them, now they're, ba they're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, born of the water. They still have to receive the Holy Ghost to be born of the Spirit, to be born again. So what does Paul do? Well, the doctrine of laying on of the hands. Laying on of the hands and parting the Spirit that he has unto them by the laying on of hands. What does he do? He baptizes them in the name of the Lord Jesus, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus Christ. And when Paul then laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. They received the Holy Ghost. Now they're born of the water and the Spirit. Many have erred thinking that repentance alone is born again. It is a lie. We love you. We care about you. We want you, as all of us, to be born again. And then we must go on much higher than that. That's just newborn babies. That desire, then sincere, mark of the word, they may grow thereby. Then there's three more Levels of glory that we must enter into in order to have the apocalyptic sealing in Revelation 7 full grown in the last days. But to be born again, we reiterate. Take a look at Acts 2 38, 4 12, Acts 8 16, Acts 10, the house of Cornelius, 
they're not even Jews. First Gentile house of the Italian band received words of Peter as he's preaching Jesus Christ. They, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they received the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. When that happened, Peter said, can any man forbid water? Notice that water baptism. Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? They received the Holy Ghost just like us, even though they're Gentiles. They've got that Holy Ghost just like us, the Jews, the Jewish, the Jewish people. For he heard them. How did he know that they had the Holy Ghost? For he heard them speak with other tongues and magnify God. Then Peter said, not as a suggestion. And then Peter commanded them, a commandment, to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Friend, don't miss it. Don't buy that repentance alone is born again. It's not born again. It's a believe it is a step. Yes, it is. It's the first step. Repent. Don't stop there. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, born of the water. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Who is it to? It's to all of us. To them that are far off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's for all of us. Someone said, well, I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. I'm four square. I'm a of God. I'm this, I'm that. We are the members of the General Assembly and Church of the Firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. No denominational name over you. You're called by the name of Jesus if you have repented and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, taken on his name, born of the water, for the remission of your sins, the body, the sins of the flesh, cut off by baptism, believing with the heart through circumcision of your heart, Circumcision of your human spirit, believing with your spirit in your heart. And that is how you believe with the heart in Romans 10, 9. And that's by baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Friend, there's no other way to be born again. Therefore, let's give the more earnest heed to those things which we've heard. Walking in the light as he's in the light. Many say they're born again. They're not. And they say, we're born again. I've repented. No. You're like the ones in Acts, the 19th chapter, when Paul came upon certain brethren that had repented. They believed, but they had not walked in the light as he's in the light. Paul brings them up to present truth. Apollos later on was brought up to present truth who had preached to them that baptism of John of repentance only, and Apollos and uh, Aquila and Priscilla brought Apollos there the more the more perfect way, the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ after repentance and receiving the Holy Ghost. Don't be deceived. Believe the present truth in the Word of God, for man lives by every word that proceedeth. Out of the mouth of God. That's proceeding word. That's present truth. Going from faith to faith, from glory to glory, unto the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. We all must be born again, born of the water and the spirit. That puts us in the race of born again. Well, 
God there dealt with you and you bore witness the Holy Ghost with your spirit, we'd like to work together with you. There, if you would, call me so we can work together bringing this great truth to all the nations of the world. Those in Africa, a great move of God happening there with over a thousand ministers that have came into this great truth, being born again and wanting to go higher in glory in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is our responsibility and a divine commission of God to carry this word to them. Same way with the ones in India, Pakistan, the same ones there in New Zealand, Argentina, uh, Nepal, we hear you and we're doing our best to get to you. Those of you that have heard this word, you want to work together with us, we're not a denomination. Nothing against the denomination, but we believe the word of God. And God has called us for this work of the ministry. There, we'd like for you to work with us. Give me a call, Dennis Beard. That is country code plus one. Area code 903 746 4885. So if you're calling, you left your name, I'll get right back to you again. Give me a call, leave a message, I'll get right back to you so we can meet and work together. Again, that country code is plus one. 903-746-4885. Thank you for being with us today. That was on my heart, very, very uh, heavy on my heart because many say they're born again or not. They say they're Jews and are not. We don't want to hear Depart from me, you that work iniquity, I never knew you. You must be born again of the water and the Spirit. John 3, Acts 2, 38, 4, 12, Acts 8, 16, Acts 10, Acts 19, Acts 22. Even Paul himself baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, there we pray for each one of you, for all of us, to be perfected that which is lacking in us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.